nineteenth letter of the Hebrew alphabet is the letter Kuf. The Kuf sounds like the letter K. And again, depending on the vowel or the Nukudah that we put under the Kuf, the Kuf could be Ko or Ku or Ka or things like that. The Kuf also looks like the hay, but the left leg extends beneath the baseline. And also, the top part of the kuf looks like a dalid, but it's really a resh. So what does that mean? The three lines of the kuf, as we explained when we spoke about the letter hay, allude to machshava, dibor, and maisa, which is thought, speech, and action. However, the Zohar says that the Kuf and the Reish are letters of falsehood. Why are the letters of falsehood? Because the Kuf looks like the letter He, but it's not the letter He. The Reish looks like the letter Dalit, but it's not the letter Dalit. Therefore, they are letters of falsehood. And therefore, these three lines of the Kuf, which is thought, speech, and action, represent thought and speech and action of falsehood. In other words, bad thoughts, speaking down to people and hurting people physically. So this is the letter Kuf. The Kuf and the Reish, who are partners, partners in crime, if you spell out the word Kuf and Reish, it spells out the word Kar. Kar means coldness. Coldness represents death. A dead person is cold. A live person is hot, is warm. There's a famous story told that students of the Baal Shem Tov once saw how Catholics were carving out a cross in a frozen river. And they asked the teacher, Rebbe, what are we supposed to learn from this? The Baal Shem Tov teaches that whatever we see or hear we have to learn a lesson to serve God. And the teacher responded that when a person does a mitzvah, he is serving God, but he does the mitzvah with a lack of warmth, with a lack of enthusiasm. He does a mitzvah only robotically, out of rote, without any excitement. Then the mitzvah can become so cold and so prohibitive that the mitzvah can actually be compared to a frozen cross. So we see that Judaism says that it's not enough to do the mitzvah, not enough to do the actions, but you have to do it with warmth and with emotion and with excitement. So the kuf is like the hay, however, it is doing everything in a cold manner. Furthermore, resh and kuf if you twist it around the other way, it spells out the word reik. Reik means emptiness. Emptiness, one has no values, the person is empty. And furthermore, it says, We find by Joseph, they threw him into the pit. The Torah says that the pit was empty. And they had no water there, but it had nechashim vekravim, it had snakes and scorpions. And we derive from this, that ain mayim el Torah, we know that Torah is compared to water. If there is no water in one's mind, if one is not thinking 
holy thoughts, then it's not only that the mind is empty, but automatically there will be snakes and scorpions that will, that will creep into one's mind. So there's no such thing as being neutral. You either replete with thoughts of holiness and godliness and Torah, or God forbid, your mind is replete with thoughts of kuf, of impurity, and thoughts of nechashim v'akravim, snakes and scorpions. The meaning of kuf, kuf means a monkey. Monkey see, monkey do. A monkey looks like it could be human. It has two hands, it has two feet, it has a similar face. However, it lacks a few of the DNA of a human being. It is not human. And the same is true if a person does action and does speech and does thought and he lacks godliness in the thought and in the speech and in the action, then it's only actions of a monkey. It's not actions of a human being. It lacks that godliness. And that is why the letter Resh, which is also a letter of falsehood, even though it looks like a Dalid, but it's missing the Yud on the right side. The Yud on the right side of the Dalid brings in the godliness into the action. The Resh, however, lacks that quality. The Gematria of Kuf is 100. 100 represents death. It says that there was a plague that broke out where 100 soldiers of King David began to die every day. And David asked God, what should I do? And God said, if you will establish 100 blessings, then they will no longer die. Until today, there is a law that one should recite 100 blessings every day. And that is the way we transform the kuf from kalipa, the kuf of impurity, and the kuf of falsehood, and we transform the kuf into the kuf of kedusha, into the kuf of holiness. In the holy temple, we are told that God told us we are to make karashim, we are to make boards and pillars. And these boards were made out of acacia wood. Why acacia wood? Because in Hebrew, the word acacia are atse shitim, which are, the word shitim means folly and falsehood. They were boards of falsehood because God wanted us to take the folly of this world and transform it into the folly of holiness. The folly of this world is we have to be the first one to work in the morning. We have to be the first one when it comes to a show on Broadway. We have to be the first one when it comes to a football game or a basketball game. We have to be there before it even starts to make sure we get good seats. It's folly. What happens if you come five minutes late? Don't worry, the players will play without you. But you have to be there on time. You have to make sure you catch that first, first game, that first shot, that first pitch. Yet when it comes to the shul, you don't have to be there right away. You don't have to come there early. So you'll miss the first Kaddish. So you'll miss five minutes of the rabbi's sermon. So you'll come a few minutes late. Who cares? So the, the purpose of the Mishkan is to transform the folly 
of this world and bring it into the folly of holiness. And that is why they took the Kurashim, these beams and these pillars that were made out of acacia wood to transform the folly and the foolishness of this everyday world and become foolish and folly in spirituality. And how do we spell the word Keresh? How do we spell the word pillar or board? We spell it with these letters of the Kuf and the Resh. And we also spell it with the Shin. Because the Medrash tells us that God did not create the world with the Kuf or the Resh because they were letters of falsehood. But when the Shin said, create the world with me, God said, even though you are a letter of truth, but because the Kuf and the Reish took you as their friend, so therefore you now can no longer be the creator of the world. Now why does Kuf and Reish need the Shin to be its friend? The Talmud says, Sheker, Shin, Kuf and Reish spell out the word Sheker, falsehood. Sheker ain lehem raglayim. Falsehood has no feet. What does that mean? If you say a lie, a total lie, no one's going to believe you. For you to make a convincing lie, you have to mix in some truth to the lie. The letter Shin is the letter of truth. Kuf and Reish are the letters of falsehood. You bring in a little truth into falsehood, now you have a good lie. Furthermore, Kuf and Reish have only one leg to stand on. It's going to fall. The Shin is flat. It gives it substance. It gives it a foundation. It gives the lie an alibi. It gives it some truth. So therefore, we are told that we must take these three letters that represent falsehood and transform it into the Keresh. Transform it into the beams of the Holy Temple to transform the folly of this world into folly of Kedusha, of holiness. And furthermore, these three letters also spell out the word of Kesher. Kesher means a knot, a bond, representing the knot of the trillion and the bond that every Jew has with Almighty God. And therefore, through the 100 blessings that we make every day, this serves as a reminder that every opportunity that we have, we should transform the folly of this world into the folly of Kedusha, into the folly of holiness.